I don't need to try every single terp anymore. Even though, like, I like to. I like trying terps, but, like, at the same... God, it's almost sad a little bit, dude. I used to... I, I'm not... not I'm, I'm bummed because... I'm not as, like... I mean, I love good hash and good terps, but I used to be such a crazy person for terps back in the day from, like, collecting the genetics from the strains to the seeds to, like, having all these different hashes, and I'd buy certain amounts to have some in the, like, free, freezer so I could store them for months, and, like... I was like, oh, like, I have a regiment. Like, I have to have this terp, then this terp, then this one clears my palate, and then I smoke this terp, and then I feel like this. Like, dude, now I'll feel like, I'll see, like, a half-smoked bowl from the night before, and I'll be, like, walking by the laundry room, I'll grab it and, like, rip it real quick, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm like, I'm just trying to consume the THC around me, dude. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the QVC of glass, basically. Because this is what we're going to start doing. Between the beginning of every episode, show off some of the most recent stuff I've been working on and talk about the function and plans for the future as far as these new pieces. So on the table today, I have a few different things. I do have a recycling blue hammer, which you guys have seen before, but this is an all-clear format. And uh, these are something that are going to become part of the Bear Mountain scientific line where we've been working for a long time towards this. I mean, even four or five years ago, I remember sitting in live videos on Instagram, talking to people, telling them all about, oh, someday I want to be able to do Bear Mountain Scientific, like all clear pieces with like more like scientific design, like not so much of like, like I love like doing my like handmade arts and stuff too, but I want to have like these sharp, sharp precision, like scientific pieces as well. Um, so me and the team have been working for the past few months and we're hoping by the beginning of November, Definitely by the beginning of next year, but by the beginning of this November, like starting to release drops to stores of our Bear Mountain Scientific line, which will have, I think we, right now we have five designs for it that are new. We're not going to be like really dropping our same things in stores as we are on Sunday sales. Our Bear Mountain Scientific line is going to be quite a bit different um, compared to like all the like RBRs and double diffuse bubblers and all the different like recyclers and stuff that I do. Uh, the Bear Mountain Scientific line is going to have a whole different feel, but I think it's going to be super collectible and super functional, so I'm excited to share it with you guys. But starting off with the Bear Mountain Scientific line, for sure that's part of it, are the 14mm recycling blue hammers right here. These pieces are bigger than all the other hammers when it compared to like the regular chirp hammers. Obviously, the king hammers are fucking giant. Those are a totally different animal. But when all the standard hammers that stand alone like this, not the lean-back ones, the standalone ones, this is going to be the biggest design of those. These are super functional pieces, nice heavy wall. They have a reinforced eight hole graded shower head to the four hole bloop disc here. I'll give you guys a little bit of function and sound. One of the few pieces you can smoke and actually watch all that function because of where the mouthpiece is and visually you're looking at kind of the can while it's functioning, watching the water percolate through the the bloop disc and everything and stack up around everything and the watching the drain just dumping bubbles right back into the perk it's kind of mesmerizing while you're smoking it so these will be part of the bear mountain scientific line totally different sandblasting on these two our graphic designer has been working on it for a while we're hoping he has the, our new designs here in a, about three weeks hopefully um and then we can send all of our shops the catalog with the packages of these new pieces that we've been working on um 
for many years, I was focusing on for the past three years, drops on my website. I took a break from wholesale and there was many reasons for that. But one of the biggest ones is during that time, I wasn't producing enough glass to make enough money from wholesale to actually invest in myself to pursue Bear Mountain in the capacity I wanted to. So going direct, I was able to sell a lot more glass and make a little bit extra money and then put it right back into the business. That's why we're in this beautiful studio now. This is why I have this team around me with all the best tools I possibly can get and the best materials so that we're finally at a point where we can appropriately handle wholesale orders in an efficient way for our shops and for the customers who locally support those stores. I really, my big thing with like, you see a lot of folks talking on Instagram, the algorithm or things are slow or this or that. I think that it's scary just to rely on one social media platform in order to advertise or get people to see your art. Um, so what we're trying to do is we're going to advertise on Instagram like we always have for the past 10 years. Going to keep doing our same thing. But I think we need to be in stores again to be catching people who don't use social media, to be catching people who don't maybe use it often or maybe they don't like buying things online. They much prefer go to a physical location, pick up and hold something that they're going to spend money on. So I want to make sure that we can cater to those folks too and so that they can try all this function that we put so much time into here at Bear Mountain. So we're going to make sure we have wholesale drops going out a couple times a month. We're going to have our Sunday sale with my artisan series, which is all like my real like solo stuff and full color pieces and unique one of ones. Those are going to remain on Sunday sales, but then we're going to have a consistent scientific line that will be available in some of your favorite local shops. So I've been working many, many years towards this goal and I'm it's like, it's so weird that it's all happening because it's felt much more like a dream and not something that would ever happen. But it's like, I've been just taking dabs and smoking weed all day. And all of a sudden, like all this shit's happening. Like, it's crazy. Like, obviously I've worked super hard for it and put everything I had into it. But at the same time, I'm not the most organized and calculated person. I'm very just like, go with the flow. I live day to day. Like, you know, it's like smoke hash, hang out, have fun with your friends, family, whatever. Like, it's not like, I'm not like a big like planner, like really. So the fact that this plan is working out, it's just, to me, it's miraculous. Cause I'm like, damn, I really didn't plan this hard for this. I just worked a bunch. Um, so this is going to be one of them on the Bear Mountain Scientific line. Another one, you can use these for flour. You could use these for hash, whatever. These are 14 millimeter. We are going to have an 18 millimeter version, but it's going to be bigger with a little bit more perks in it, a little bit bigger flared foot. These are quite a bit different, So, but they're similar at the same time. So I'm going to explain why they're similar and why they're different. So if you think about our double diffused uh, bubblers or our king bubblers, kind of similar. It has the doer weld right here with your joint on the top with a stem that goes down. And we do have two discs in there. But these discs are actually welded to the wall, very similar to how my blooper welds are, but these are smaller cuts. And they're two discs really close together. Now, back about 12 years ago, there was a percolator, a handful of companies made called like a ratchet perk, maybe. It was like it was like this kind of perk. This is essentially it. But usually these perks, they would just be in the middle of the tube and the smoke and the flow would be coming from underneath. Um, this is coming from a doer down and then it goes underneath. So it's a little bit different, but pay homage to, in respect to the people who have done it before us. I have seen perks similar to this before, but this is our take on it. Um, so this perk right here, essentially the water and smoke's gonna come down through the stem. It's gonna come out underneath these bottom discs and it's gonna go through all the cuts on the side. These pieces are super effortless and they're gonna be great daily drivers. These are gonna have totally different sandblasting on them. They have the flared foot, whereas like my like other ones that I do that are more beaker and a puffed out foot, these are a solid flared foot, much more like scientific look rather than like 
the shaped out, puffed out foot, which I'm still going to do on my website and stuff, but the scientific line, we're going to have a certain like format or aesthetic we want to stick to. And like, I like the flared feet for scientific stuff. I like the way that looks with like, just like all the different like welds to the walls and the cuts and like that. Bear Mountain Studio has always been a blend, a blend of scientific and kind of handmade at the same time. But now I kind of want to have like a very distinguished set scientific line of glass, like very similar to the stuff that I collected in 2007, eight, nine. I was buying lots of flower tubes like Sovereignty, Toro, Roar, and I love that shit. I still own all my tubes, still have them at my house. I look at them every day, I get inspired by them. I look at old perks in there, I'm like, God, no one's doing that perk anymore. That needs to come back. Like, I want to have, I, I, I don't know if any of you guys remember like Sheldon Black and all these random companies from back in the day that were focused on like semi-affordable scientific work but American-made stuff. I want to fulfill that sector of our community that's, I feel like, there are people doing it, but not enough. You know what I mean? I feel like there's a lot more people going back to smoking flour nowadays. I still take dabs all day, every day. We're about to go into the other room and sesh here in a minute. So it's going down. I'm, gonna, I'm not even going to be smoking flour out of these days. We're going to be hitting dabs. But once I turn off the camera, when I'm out in the studio, I'm going to be ripping flour through them all day too. But my point is there's a lot more people smoking flour again nowadays. Maybe you live in an area that concentrates aren't as accessible as they were five, six years ago. Maybe you live in an area or you're at a time in your life where maybe concentration is just too much. You'd rather just rip a bowl and that's enough for you. Like, whatever it is, I want to make sure that Bear Mountain can still be part of that equation for people who are, like, you know, smokers and people who enjoy, like, cannabis culture and just everything about the function of glass. Like, I still want to be in, in your radar. I want to be part of that. So I want to make sure we're offering stuff for flower smokers, too. And for many years, like, I've talked about it, but we haven't done it. We're really pushing now going to keep doing everything I've done with all my unique, you know, hash smoking devices and technical stuff there. But I also want to have like a specific line of glass made in-house here at the studio, specifically focused, flower focused glass for people who are like, I'm just trying to rip a bong or I'm just trying to rip a, you know, like the fact that like these are going to come with flower slides and stuff too, dude. Yeah, this is like usually going to be for like hash. Most people that are going to smoke these, but this is a great flower piece too. Because of this disc right here, the restriction that the flower bowl is going to put on this when you're actually smoking it, it's still going to stack water. It's not going to just stop working. Like, these are going to work great. And this is the type of thing you can sit in your rocking chair on the front porch, you know? You're just rocking there, smoking your little pipe, looking over whatever you're looking over. I don't know. But that's how I picture the scenario going if you had that piece. So, yeah, these are two of the first, like, designs that you're going to start seeing, like, hopefully by the end of this year in, like, some of your favorite local shops. Uh, there are three other ones. There is um, another type of recycler that's a standalone recycler like this. So it's like stands up. Then we obviously have this recycler. Um, we have this bubbler. And then we have or something we're bringing back from 2015, 2016. It was this Sherlock I made that you could smoke concentrate out of. Or you put a, this like slide that locked onto it that made it look like it was all one piece. It didn't even look like it came off. And the slide had a carb on it. So when you put it all together, it just looks like a regular Sherlock. You can smoke with a carb, but you can pop the slide off and throw a nail on it. We're going to bring those back in a more clean, scientific format, in a more affordable format. I'm making the first one today. I'm going to do some colored lip wraps on it like this tube and show it off. And then me and my team are going to find a way to do them in clear and full color for the best price we can find. But having a piece that's a dry piece. This will be a dry piece, just like a dry Sherlock, but you can use it for flour or throw a nail on there and have some fun with some dry dabs. Um, and then there's also going to be a tube 
Now, yes, I'm gonna be making lots of different types of technical tubes like this big guy here, we'll talk about in one second, but we are gonna have a standard tube that you see in our, our like Bear Mountain Scientific. So that way we're across the board. We have like a dry piece that's really unique, can be used for flour or hash on dry. We have something that follows the format of maybe like a traditional hammer bub or something like that, but it has a little bit more of our style with the function and everything. A nice standalone bubbler that will come in a 14 and a bigger 18 mil version with more discs. We'll have a straight tube for those tube smokers. And then we will have a bigger standalone recycler for people that like to hit a recycler off a table and don't want to hold it like this. So we'll have like kind of like five different pieces that I feel like hit every corner of what I would think people would be looking for, but keep it unique in each sector. And also every quarter we'll probably have new stuff that you'll see coming out for Bear Mountain Scientific that you'll see smaller like groups going out to stores like they may get a bunch of bubblers, a bunch of these, but then they'll have one or two of these new unique thing that you're going to see in like the fall like quarter or whatever. Like, so we're going to have lots of new stuff coming, lots happening, um, and lots to look forward to. Not just, you know, me crushing out RBRs all the time, which I love doing, which I'm going to continue to do because it's my favorite thing ever and my favorite thing to smoke. But there's so much fun stuff to try, to make, to smoke, whatever. So let's look at this tube and then we're going to go have a little sesh. I got a little chatty this being this little QVC, but hey. That's what we're doing. All right, this big guy right here, real quick. I wanted to create something that had a silhouette of a traditional beaker, but had all this modern and scientific flow as far as a recycler would go. This thing follows the symmetry of the beaker. It even has a little beaker foot here, but then it's on its own little pedestal, flared foot. I love the way the flared feet look on certain things. It really brings like that more like scientific look to it. Um, this piece right here, the function on it, isn't like a, my traditional recyclers where it's like an uptake and then like a spinning tornado. This is much more of like designed to be like an overflow recycler where essentially you have these three lower, lower overflow drains and then you have this upper one that relieves the splash guard and then drains into this back overflow drain right here. So it ties right into one of the other drains. Um, I'll pull on this. I'm gonna smoke it during the uh, session portion here. Um, I'm probably going to just put through some, some dabs through it though because last night I smoked flour through it and it was amazing but I don't, I think I forgot my flour at home I don't really want to smoke what my guys got here because I'm picky, okay? I like my certain flour terps but yeah, we'll pull on this real quick and then um, we'll fucking uh, go have a little sesh thing just has like a crazy sound it only sounds like that when I like I don't have anything in it. Like when I'm smoking a flower bowl through it, the whole time it's just like that purring sound. It's just like, but then if there's nothing in it and I'm pulling really hard, it'll start like making that popping noise. And that's not the perk bottoming out. The perk still has plenty of water going through it. That's actually the air you hear popping below the perk in this lower section here. Because if you look at this piece, basically this stem comes in right. Let's see, this stem comes in right here and it goes into an open chamber right here, then the smoke goes through the first perk, then the second, then the third. But all the ash and stuff can fall down into this globe. Like this bottom's essentially like a big ash catcher. Um, definitely unique, different design, but the first 10 tubes I'm gonna do are gonna each be unique. And they're all gonna be like obviously signed and dated like everything, but the first 10 are gonna be unique one-offs like this. And then after that, I'll probably have a select three designs for tubes that I'm gonna go with. There'll be parts of all the 10 I made, to make the best, most unique functional as possible. When the first tube came out, people were like, oh, it looks like this, it looks like that. The second tube came out, people like didn't really say it looked like anyone's. 
This one came out, no one said it looked like anyone's. So give me some time. I'm playing with ideas and stuff and I'm gonna create something that's truly unique for Bear Mountain, but super functional and uh, iconic, hopefully. But yeah, stoked how this turned out. Let's fucking get in the other room, take some dabs, smoke, talk some more, do a little ranting about some of the other things we have going on. I'm going to a class this weekend. I'll talk about that. But yeah, I'll see you guys over there. Um, and if you only made it through the glass portion of this, thanks for checking everything out, everybody. And see you next time. Dude, a flower, dude, it's like so quiet, it's smooth. <laughs> I'm not good at it. I'm not good at it. I'm not good at ripping bugs. I like to take multiple small flower hits. <laughs> I smoke a bong. Like it's a joint, dude. Whoa, dude. It's the blazer. Burn the weed too hot, dude. That's my excuse. <coughs> That's my excuse, dude. Burn the weed too hot. Oh, my God. Ooh, and the bowl's just still going. I had to put a converter in this. So I don't have any 18 mil slides. Right now. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode. Hope you enjoyed the glass QVC in the beginning of this episode. It was prior to smoking, but now we're getting stony baloney. Just taking a couple little flower rips off this very unique beaker-inspired recycling tube. Although I've wanted to try a tube that goes like from a bigger section, then condenses in, and then opens back up again for a while, um, with just like overflow drains coming off the part where it opens back up. So I'm stoked to be able to try this piece. I've been smoking it a lot the last couple days, experimenting with it, seeing how it works. <coughs> <coughs> It may sound counterintuitive. Maybe that's not the right word. But it may sound like me going, oh, it's super smooth. And then after hearing me cough and have a little little cough tack right there. But it is super smooth. I'm just super bad at smoking weed through bongs. I've been doing it for over 12 years, 13 years. But never been a ripper. Always been someone who likes to take like a bowl and I'll burn it in little pizza slices. People that do those snapper slides, that's a different type of human. I don't know what type of human that is. But man, they can just... Inhale all the yellow smoke. I can't. I'm very sensitive. I can't do that. I can only take dabs like that. I can't, like, do it with flour. With flour, I have to, like, be gentle. Take my time. Enjoy the bowl. But, man, this this build was not so building this piece. It was just, even when my guys were watching me build it, like, across the studio, they were like, what are you making, dude? I was like, bro, I've had this in my head for a minute. Like, I just want to see how it works. Now that I have this whole team of people that are, like, helping me with stuff like i'm able to have more time to like focus on trying all different shit and do collaborative work like if you guys have been seeing like the karma hammer or the new scotty mickle halo there's so many big collabs lined up now that i'll have time to do now that i have people helping me do like shipping and just prepping and fucking just like all the monotonous glass stuff that like takes up so much time but it's not really the artistic part of it and then now i have the guys like we're all working together at least me, 
Chad Wook and Cormac are all working on this new Bear Mountain Scientific line together, which I'm really excited about. And that's what we'll pretty much talk about this episode is um, the first couple pieces in that <coughs> scientific line. But the, this is one of the tubes of the first 10. Like I said, the first 10 are going to be all kind of just like fun little prototype pieces playing around with components and ideas until I find what I want to do for a couple specific designs. And my goals with a lot of things are usually like price point and size. Like I can make the craziest thing and go wild and it would just be super expensive. Or I can try a bunch of different, different stuff, refine designs and find a way to make something really unique, but still like accessible and not completely out of people's price ranges. So like a lot of these first 10 tubes are going to be kind of extravagant and crazy. And that's cause I want to test like 10 different components in each tube. And then I can pull parts out of each tube to make, other tubes are maybe not as complex, but even more functional. You know what I mean? Like it's just like testing parts and seeing which parts go best together and in which configuration to make sure the function is premium. Um, but a lot of these pieces too, like, I don't know if like a lot of other companies that like, I don't even, honestly, I can't name too many companies nowadays that are doing like scientific, like flower focused stuff besides like sovereignty and shit like that. But like here at the shop, like since we've been, experimenting with this bear mountain scientific line which we haven't released yet or anything we're still have new sandblasting coming for it and we have like all these new things we're doing for it so we have to kind of wait and take our time but hopefully by november like i said um earlier in the episode we'll be able to like release this but um all the guys in the shop we've just been smoking the shit out of these i've been like guys like rip the whole fucking bowl of flour through the piece like fill this piece with ash fill it with fucking resin like let's get these dirty let's try to clog these so we have like this is the one we've been experimenting on out there and we've all been smoking for like a week. I just cleaned it five minutes ago before this podcast episode and it cleaned up so easy. There's no like ash trapped in the cuts or anything. This thing was nasty too. Like we're pulling the slides and the ash right into the piece. Well, I'm not like, I mean, they can do that. That's part of their job. I'm going to clean out the bowl and put fresh greens in there. Once it's to a certain point, I don't want to just rip ash, but I'm like telling them like, finish your plate. Fucking pull that shit into the bong, dude. Try to clog it. Fuck this piece up. And that's what we're doing with all these flower pieces. That's why we're not releasing them yet. We're just like making them, making them in quantities, testing them, um, you know, like finding out what we want to tweak and what we need to do. But man, we have two designs that are completely dialed in and we have three other ones that we've made prototypes of that we're going to keep refining. And that's, that's why I said by the end of November, you'll probably see the first and fucking it's been over three years, but the first like shop drops start to happen again, but they're going to be completely different stuff that we're dropping on our Sunday sales. We're going to have our Sunday sale artists and stuff. And then we'll have the bear mountain scientific line that we're all making in house here. And just, it's so fun, dude. Like this is my job. I get to like go in and like talk about pipe ideas with like my team. And then we make the pipes and then we smoke them all day together and go, Oh, we should probably change this. Or what do you like? Or what don't you like? Like it's a crazy thing to like, be like this is what i do this is how i pay the bills it's just it's super fun like i really do feel like i'm in my own little like fantasy factory here just like i don't know just doing doing i'm working hard like we're fucking killing it i can't even talk that fucking one hit off that tube fucking rocked me dude like (coughs) we're working hard over here and crushing but at the same time like I'm grateful for what I'm working towards and like what I'm doing all day compared to like what I have done in the past. Like this is a sick job. 
super dope. It's I know some people, I know the glass scene right now might be in a little bit of a dip and people, some people are selling their equipment or quitting or moving on. And I'm just like, man, I'm like this shit, even if like I wasn't making money from it, like this is all I want to do. Like I get, when I go, I'm here for like at least 14 hours a day at this fucking shop. Like I get here at five in the morning and I stay here to six, after six usually every day. And even when I get home at six 30 after I've been there 14 hours, I'm so excited to wake up tomorrow and get back in here. Like, I, I don't wake up and look at my alarm like, oh, it's five, fuck it, I'm asleep. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, I get it. I'm like stoked. I'm like, oh, I want to go pull that new piece out of the kiln and see how it functions. Or, ooh, I have this idea. Like, like this podcast right now, like, I'm so stoked I'm doing it, but I'm really excited to finish it so I can go, I have a new thing. One of this, there's another design that I'm bringing back that I'm remaking that from 2015 and 16 that I never released, but people really wanted. I just posted videos of a few of them and showed them off, but I never dropped, never had any for sale. Um, so like, it's like some, I don't know, it's just, it's I get excited to come in here and work. And, and touching back on that point again, it's like really cool that after like six, seven, eight years, I'm finally able to start bringing out designs that I, ideas I had years ago when I maybe wasn't skilled enough to execute them in a, a way to actually sell it. Now I have the tools and the skills where I can make these designs and actually offer them to people. It's like, I'm so glad I didn't quit, the, quit this shit because like, I, I had all these ideas in the beginning and I wasn't ready. Now I'm finally ready to start trying some of this shit and bring it into like reality. Like some of the tube ideas, I've been looking through my old books of drawings of just flower tubes. Cause back in the day I just drew flower tubes and bubblers. That's it. Cause all I smoked was flower back in 2007, eight, nine. So I look at old drawings back then before I was even a glass blower from like fucking 15 years ago or 14 years ago. And I just look at these silly tube designs I was making, but I'm like, you know what Maybe, But if I change this and this, that's actually kind of a cool design. So I don't know. That's kind of like this thing right here, this fucking crazy tube. Like there's just like lots of, there's so much you can do with glass. I don't know, man. It's fucking dope. And I'm excited to start like bringing like flower pieces and hitting that market too. Cause like I've been doing the hash market for 10 years, like focusing on concentrate focus pieces and all that stuff. And like now I have the equipment to make bigger pieces so I can really go after flower pieces and stuff like that and flower focused glass and man it really feels surreal it does like doesn't feel real that i'm like here at this point i'm gonna take another rip off this i'll do a dab like you know i'm gonna be pretty stoned today i can already feel it i worked out wicked hard this morning so i feel like i'm like way more sensitive to like getting high and stuff when i'm like a little bit like when you've sweated your ass off and worked out hard whatever you've done like even working all day and you get home and have that first cold beer or you smoke that first bowl or joint when you get home after working your ass off your whole body goes, dude, I'm doing that at like seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning. And then it's like, I have the whole day ahead of me still. That's why I'm working out in the morning. Some people are like, oh, dude, it's fucking sick. Like, get me going. I'm like, dude, I work out so hard that like when I walk away, like I just left a battle and then I go smoke a joint and I'm like, wait, you want me to work all day? Luckily, this shit's fun as hell. So I'm down to work all day. Like I'll stay here to six as happy as a clam. Put on some movies or a podcast. Just smoke weed all day. Hash. Listen to things. Then get home and just play with the kiddo and hang out with the wife. I mean, dude, couldn't ask for much more. It's been the worst few years ever, but I feel like I'm finally starting to peek my head out of the water. I'm like, I can see land. Like, we're getting there. Um, it's like anything. Like, most of the time when, like, bad shit's happening to you, if you can convince yourself that this means that there's something bigger coming that's greater, there's, like, a gift coming away, there's some sort of, like, like the universe wants to see if you're worthy of the gift it's going to give you. 
You know, if you can make it through this bullshit, if you can make it through this hard time, dude, like, I don't know, man. I just like, we're, we almost have everything cleared up here with our shop and then I can move on and just focus on Bear Mountain Studios and not focus on like how to not have some government entity affecting our ability to operate. Like, it's just sick. We have a fully approved glass blowing studio in our county. Everything. So we are so close. We're there. And it just feels crazy, man. I've just been so stressed. And now that we're getting close, and once this shit finally is over, I'm going to be like, dude, why did I even get, like, stressed, like, if it all worked out? And it's the thing is, like, stress is the anticipation of something going wrong, you know? It's almost like meditating on negativity. It's like when you're stressing about things, you're manifesting because all you're doing is thinking about scenarios that could go wrong. Instead, if you just... Do the opposite, but fuck that, dude. Easier said than done, dude. It shit sucks. Shit sucks, dude. And sometimes shit sucks. And you just gotta fucking. Oh, it's just smoking up here. We probably must see fuck shit, right? I'm just over here smoking my bog. I'm like, you don't give a shit, right? You don't know. <laughs> You're just listening to me. Gotta <coughs> clear that first. To watch stale smoke. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna take big weed hits. I'll take big dabs, but big weed hits means that I can't smoke a lot all day because then my throat's fried. And, you know, I'm trying to smoke all day, so I'm not trying to fucking burn that throat right out the gate. And that's my excuse right now. But these are pretty sweet. We were talking about these in the beginning of the episode, like how the perks set up. Um, I'm, I have one here that's clean, and I'm gonna take a dab out of two. I was just taking some flower rips before we take some dabs. I'm gonna dab on this. And I'm going to dab on the hammer. I hope we can make it that far. We will see. Um, but it's been really fun just, like, collectively as a team, like, working on these pieces and, like, smoking them together. Like, I've always, like, I've had, like, Cormac's been here five years now. And, like, so I have had people around me for a while now. But still, like, I always flip back to in my mind, like, a time when it was just, like, me by myself in my garage. Just, like doing everything shipping and talking to customers and dms and i don't know man now it's like this whole team thing and it's like more fun i guess like when i was doing it all by myself it was like really like it was some artist shit dude i don't know like you know self-deprecating and then like these uh, like roller coaster of emotions from feeling like damn i'm fucking cool damn i suck like damn i'm cool damn i suck like now it's like I'm on this roller coaster with a group of people and like we're all kind of just like working together to try and find like find a way to like like pull these pieces off but also find a way to all like live our lives like together and like have careers as glass blowers like to be a pipe maker is such a niche job that it's it's very challenging to have like a life where you can have stability and plan for things like mortgages and shit like that as a pipe maker pipe making is like ebbs and flows like I'm like a lot of things in life it comes and the business comes it goes it comes it goes it's not it's not super consistent so we're trying to work together as a team to find a way to like how do we pursue this art form and what we love to do while having enough consistency to like have families have a home like do do the normal human thing you know um but pursuing this career and craft that we all love and it's crazy like the the people that are starting to gravitate towards this company and the people that we have here now, it's just like, I feel like we're finding like, like-minded people that like get it. They're like, 
Like, we should all just come together with our good ideas and make cool shit. Like, and make it accessible and available and, like, something fun for people to collect and enjoy. Like, it doesn't have to be... We don't have to each have our own big pile. We could, like, build something together and all stand on one pile together. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be... Because for, for decades, I feel like in most artist communities, it's, like, it's very, like, individual. It's, like, oh, this is my art, my pile. I did it. And... That's great to for a moment, but for a lifetime, that's no way to live. Like, it's much better being around other people and building something together as a as like a group. Like, it's like almost like a collective like business family. Like, building stuff together is is way way better than by yourself because eventually you're gonna get tired. You're gonna get tired. You're gonna get worn out. And then, who's gonna keep this dream going? That's why you gotta build stuff with people. So when you're tired someone else takes the reins and starts running that ship when they're tired the next person then you're rested now you step back up you start running that shit like that way like your dream never has to die if it's a collective dream you know you can share your dreams with people you don't have to like do everything by yourself and just have your own pile to prove something it's much better if you just try to include others the the best way you can um easier said than done though Working with people is tough, and more often than not, a lot of us that have these ambitions and ideas to work with others, we start with friends or family, and that often leads to relationships getting hurt over finances or business decisions, and then can make you jaded to the whole situation and idea of trying to have something that's a group of people collectively working together. Also, also more often than not, if you're the person who started the thing, if you're the person that had the ideas, that put all those late nights in, you have to be willing to step aside and go, hey... Even though I did all that, I can't really pull that card on people if this is going to be a collective thing. We all have to respect each other and be equal. I can't, because like if then if you were to pull that card, then it kind of makes you, then it makes all of it like not really real. Like there obviously needs to be a respect for someone that's put more time in or developed something. Yeah, whatever in on the team, but everyone has to respect each other as like an equal thing, so that, that there's no hierarchy there. Even though maybe like, you know, I think inside families and small businesses maybe dictatorships work it's just when you get into a country size amount of people they really don't you know when i was growing up like mom or dad like those that was the rules that's what happens it doesn't matter if it makes sense like there was often times where like i don't know if my dad did it on purpose or what but he would just like leave the microwave door open and then he'd go sit in the living room and he i would be up in my bedroom listening to like some 41 or some shit and he'd be like I've come downstairs and I'd come running downstairs. And I'm like, yeah, what do you need? Dad? He's like, close the microwave door. And I'm like, I came across the whole house. You're like literally like 20 feet away from it. And like you left it open. And I, and I think it was him just teaching me a lesson. Like being like, yeah, sometimes you gotta do some dumb shit and you gotta be okay with that. Like, or it was just him being super lazy. And he was like, ah, fuck, I was just up. Fuck that. Like I got, a, I got a kid. Get down here. Close the fucking microwave. Grab me a diet Coke. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Let's take a little dab on this, though, and then we'll smoke the hammer. I only got a little bit of hash here, though. I'm like, I need to buy more hash. I'm also like, you know, I'm going to a siren apparatus class this weekend. I'm leaving tomorrow. So, you know, I got to make sure I have terps for my class. So I, most of my terps went into my, for my trip. And then now it's like I just have like a couple things. Luckily, I had a little jar left of the homies Terpy Hash from Organic Garden Dog in the fridge. So <coughs> I could take some dabs today. But I didn't even think about that when I was like, all right, like this is the hash I want for 
my little my class my trip and then it was just like all my hash all i had left and then i was like oh shit i don't have any hash gotta get more but luckily there's always hash around dude like you open the fridge if you live in colorado and you've been smoking hash for a decade like you're gonna find some hash dude there's gonna be something there's gonna be a gram in there you totally forgot about there's gonna be a half gram of that one flavor that you thought was fire back in the day but then you open it and you're like oh this wasn't that good it's mids i saved mids what was i doing like but that's that's whatever you find hash that's the one cool thing man when i lived in upstate new york dude i couldn't no matter how many times i opened my fridge i wasn't gonna find no hash or no weed i had to go wait in a wegman's parking lot for a guy for like two hours till eventually i was like you know what fuck buying weed from people i'm gonna grow weed because i'm sick of buying it and i started growing it and i didn't have to do that anymore but I, did, I never became the guy in the parking lot, though, because the thing is, I smoked so much weed that, like, I never really had weed to sell. Like, I more just had weed to give to family and friends so that they didn't have to go buy it in Wegmans parking lots, so that they didn't have to go to sketchy situations because it was unnecessary. I'm like, well, I have an extra couple eighths here. Like, I'll just give that one to Dad and give this one to my friend, so no one's got to do any weed buying, you know? Oh man, I haven't taken a dab in a couple days though. We've been smoking a lot of flour over here because we're like, you know, focusing on some flour pieces, like prototyping stuff. And if and I tell the boys, I'm like, if we're going to be prototyping flour pieces, then you understand we're smoking flour all day. And I'm like, if we're, we're going to be prototyping hash pipes, then we'll smoke hash all day. But right now we're working on flour stuff, so we're fucking ripping bongs all day. It's part of it, you know? It's a tough job, but somebody's got to do it, you know? And believe me, we're working hard over here. I don't even want to get the idea that, you know, we're just smoking weed all day, but we're definitely smoking weed all day. It's fun. But working hard. The thing is, like, if you have the right work ethic, you can literally smoke weed all day because you're going to work hard regardless, and the weed just makes that more fun. Like, or if you're a lazy person, then the weed will just make you more lazy. It really just, I think it's all, like, depends on who you are. Like, I think weed highlights or exacerbates tendencies that we have as people. So if you're naturally a lazy person, well, you smoke some weed, you're probably gonna be extra lazy. If you're someone's really excited and outgoing, well, if you smoke some weed, you're just gonna be extra excited and outgoing. You're gonna be way more into it than everyone else, you know? That's what I love about it, though. When used in the right way, it's a great way to relieve, you know, stuff like, for me, like migraine and epileptic shit, but it's also just like icing on the cake if used right. Some people, it will ruin a good day. They'll be having a great day, and then they'll be like, yeah, I'll smoke some weed, I'm feeling good, and they'll smoke some weed, and now they're having a panic attack, and their day's ruined. Hey, it's not working for you. Other people smoke weed, and you're like, oh, dude, I'm having a great day, and they smoke weed, and you're like, oh, damn, I didn't know day today could be even better. Wow, sick. Wow, food tastes better? Wow. Wow, this movie's way funnier? Sick. Everything's better? Now, if that if weed's not doing that for you, then it's probably not working. You know what I mean? Then you don't need to smoke it anymore. Save yourself some money. Get a, get a trainer. Work out. Do something else. But yeah, weed works till it doesn't. I really, when I was younger, when I was an early weed smoker, I thought it was forever. I was like, yeah, man, people just need to smoke weed and then there wouldn't be any problems in the world. And I realized now as an adult, I'm like, dude, weed works till it doesn't. I mean, some people... Have smoked weed for 20 years then one day they take a hit of it and they're like damn I'm freaking out right now I'm not enjoying this at all I hate the way this feels and then they have to stop 
Then there's people like my dad. He's been smoking since he's 14, and he's 70 years old now, still smoking every day. Since he's been smoking every weed every day since he was 14 years old. This guy. I'm like, do you have panic attacks? Or maybe the weed is affected him so much that it's like maybe he just lives in a state of panic, and he, think that, he thinks that's normal. He's just like, yeah, everyone's just freaked out, right? It's just life. No, I don't think so. My dad, my dad's a professional weed smoker. He'll watch this too, so he'll know. I'm showing him respect. You're good at doing weed, Dad. Did a good job. <laughs> but <clears throat> no, it's it's different for everyone. It's it's weird. Like a lot of my friends that I started smoking with don't smoke anymore. Majority of my friend group that I like have over, and we had new turps, and be like, oh, let's have a fucking sash, and let's all try each other's new turps and new glass. None of them smoke anymore. Really, it's crazy. You know, it's almost like a lot of, some people grow out of it, other people don't. I don't know. Oh, that's going to be a little low. No, that might be perfect, though. Oh, oh, oh. <coughs> <coughs> oh my God. <coughs> I'm not prepared for today. Almost threw up. Not prepared. That was good. Good hash. Smooth. Uh, my body's rejecting everything, though. After that first bong rip. Because I, I tried to be cool and hit it back to back and do a little thicker on the second one. Didn't nail the first full hit. Chain reaction. Harshed up my throat a little bit. That dab. God, dabs are so different than fucking flour, though. Like, weed... I'll fucking, I don't even know, dude. Weed is so much more of like a body blanket high where fucking hash is like all in the fucking, it's, it's obviously a body high too, but it's so cerebral. It's like so much in your head. It's just like, I feel like I just woke up, dude. Damn. Damn. Hash is so different than weed though. It really is. It's nice to have both if you can. I mean, for years there, I didn't smoke any weed. I was like. As soon as I moved to Colorado, I was like, fuck smoking weed. I'm only smoking hash. Like, people would bring weed over to my house, and I'd be like, why'd you bring that here? We only smoke terps, bro. We only smoke hash. Like, we don't smoke flour anymore. Like, and then now, obviously, I'm heavy into flour again, have been for years. But everyone goes through a phase when they're younger, when they think they know what's best. I think for me, it wasn't even that I thought I knew what was best. I think that I was so anxious and excited to try terps and hash that... When I moved to Colorado where there was dispensaries and things were legal, I was like, holy fuck, dude, I need to buy every flavor. I need to go to every dispensary. I need to try everything. And then like you get to a point where you try so much hash and so much flour that you're like, okay, I know what I like. I don't really care where it's coming from. I don't need to go to every dispensary. Like, If the dispensary has what I like, then I'm going to go get that. Um, and I think that that's a, a luxury of someone who's gotten to try so much stuff is that like, I know what I like. I know it's going to hit me right i know it's gonna make me feel awesome and function well with me i don't need to try every single terp anymore even though like i like to i like trying terps but like at the same god it's almost sad a little bit dude i used to i i'm not not i'm i'm bummed because i'm not as like i mean i love good hash and good terps but i used to be such a crazy person for terps back in the day from like collecting the genetics from the strains to the seeds to like having all these different hashes and I'd buy certain amounts to have some in the like free freezer so I could store them for months. And like, I was like, Oh, like I have a regiment. Like I have to have this terp, then this terp, then this one clears my palate. And then I smoke this terp. And then I feel like this, like 
dude, now I'll feel like I'll see like a half smoked bowl from the night before and I'll be like walking by the laundry room. I'll grab it and like rip it real quick. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm like, I'm just trying to consume the THC around me, dude. I'm just like, I'm just like, oh, there's a bowl. There's a bowl. Sick. There's some terps. Like, whereas before I'd be like, okay, I got to sit down and have like everything laid out like a fucking serial killer. I don't even know, dude. Like getting ready to smoke my hash and all my different things. As I sit here with all this shit on the table in front of me, you know what I mean? I'm fucking ridiculous. Hypocrite. But it's just different now. I think it's more of a uh, mental perspective state that I'm in now compared to when I was when I was like really like super into just like the Terps and only smoking hash. Like, and now I'm just like, I'll smoke all of it and I want to make glass for all of it. And I'm just trying to have a good time, you know, because once you become like a parent and have a bunch of responsibilities, you really have to like, when you have a chance to have a good time, take it when it's responsible and safe for everybody involved. You got to take it. Um, because, you know, once you take care of little people, bro, you're like so much of your time is spent just making sure they're going to be okay and helping them that it's difficult to have time for yourself and have fun. Um, but I have fun, dude. I have a sick ass job. I pretty much get to have fun all day at work. Yeah. Some days are really stressful. Some days I'm in a tough spot mentally, so it's hard to enjoy what I'm doing and hard to have perspective. But overall, dude could be so much worse dude this job is dope yeah i'm not trying to brag i'm just trying to be gracious for where i'm at because i've worked the worked some jobs that i could have been there till this day and i'm glad i'm not you know i did roofing for years and commercial house painting dude and i'm not hating on that that's good work and we need people to do it but man i don't do good in direct sun you know, like, I can stand next to a 3,000 degree flame, I'll put my hand into a 1,000 degree and kill him. I don't care. I'll get burnt all day. I mean, I got a zombie biting my arm, it looks like. But it's just a burn. Like, I don't give a shit about that, but direct sun, dude? Like, I can take artificial heat that's chemistry and gases, but I can't take celest I can't take celestial heat, dude. I can't take the heat from a star. I'm like, when that, that makes me feel like I'm like, maybe, maybe I'm from, like, cave people or something, dude. Or cavemen. I say cave people now, dude, because I'm like, I'm respectful to everybody. But seriously, I'm like, why don't I like being directly in the sun? And then I saw this fucking guy posting shit saying like, oh, are you ADHD, autistic? Do you, do you not like standing directly in the sun? And I'm like, fuck, dude, is that me? But I'm like, at the same time, I'm like, that's such a vague uh, symptom of something. Like, oh, you don't, sorry. Or you don't like being directly in the sun? You, you might be autistic or ADHD. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. I'm like, damn, dude. No one's ever told me this before. Like, holy shit, bro. And then you start like, if you if you look at one of those posts, then you're like, out like walking in the woods, and then you like look at your phone again. It's like, oh, you're walking in the woods. Probably ADHD, autistic. And you're like, fuck, dude. Like two things. I don't know. I think technology's trying to like trick us though, bro. Things trying to make us think that we have something wrong with us when really, we're just all we all, we all we're all different and we got our unique little things we do. Not trying to belittle people's disabilities because absolutely people have them, but I'm just saying that it's often nowadays you're seeing so much stuff on the internet that's trying to convince you that you have a disability that it becomes an identity thing for you, which is kind of like scary. Which cool. I mean, we all have to have things that we identify with and describe what we are and what we do. But the disability one, that seems like, like, maybe that's cool. Maybe if we have a better name for it. Anything that starts with dis, just, I maybe, like, 
Um, maybe I like dope, dope abilities. Like I don't know, dude. Like, like because this just sounds disrespectful, dude. Let's be, let's be, let's be. Let, we're solving really big problems here in grammar and literature here at the What's Up Everybody podcast. Sorry, I'll get off that subject. But I'm just saying, the other day, I thought I was autistic because I didn't want to be in direct sound. I was like, what is happening? Why is my phone telling me this? Yeah, dude. I'm going to get off it, though. That's the thing that sucks, too, though, is, like, Instagram was so fun years ago. And I think now that it's become, like, such a different app with what's, like, in our algorithms, I feel like when I see glass floors bummed, like, oh, I'm not getting likes. I'm like, dude. The people who would normally like your shit, it's not even that the algorithm's not showing it. It's like a lot of people aren't even fucking using these apps anymore because they're just not as fun as they used to be. Like you're, you're not able to curate your own real like shit that you want to look at. Like if you accidentally go down the, the rabbit hole of like symptoms that may, might mean you're autistic or something, then like all of a sudden your whole feed is like that and you're like, fuck dude, like. And then, oh, and you just get trapped in it. Like, my algorithm's so weird, dude. Anytime my wife looks at my phone and sees my Explorer page, she's like, what is going on, dude? Like, it is just weird, man. It's like, it's like stuff like that. Like, are you ADHD? And then it's like these really weird videos from, like, all different countries. Mostly, like, I don't know the religions, but it seems like Mediterranean or Middle Eastern countries. And just lots of, like, prayer stuff. Um, weird videos that looks like someone that was in a, a country, maybe, like, around the Mediterranean or the Middle East. And they took a video of a westernized commercial and then voiced over it and had a mouth moving on the western person's face. It's, it's weird stuff. And I don't know what they're saying, but I keep looking at it and that's the problem. That's why my algorithm's really fucked up. It's like, like really weird prayer stuff where I'm like, respect. That's cool. Everybody's got you know, beliefs and I like that. Uh, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know why it's in my feed, but cool. And then are you ADHD or autistic? I'm like, man, dude, I might have to fucking detonate my Instagram to like create a new like fucking algorithm or explore page. Like, I barely see glass anymore, dude. Like, that's, that's, that's one thing, too. Okay, I'll take one more down. I'm just going off today. We've talked enough. I'm sorry, guys. This is, you know, I'm all over the place. Let me take one more. <coughs> you know what? Dab, or should I just try to rip a flower bowl? Because I think we're going to send these out with multi-hole slides. Like this. So maybe I'll try a little flower rip. Wish I had a blaze, or I wish I had a fucking regular lighter though, dude. This fucking torch for hitting this. That's good. Uh, the blazer definitely, I feel like, burns the weed a little hot though. Like, makes my weed just taste like. <laughs> literally, like, I don't know if you guys have ever smoked scissor hash before from when you're trimming. If any of you guys trimmed weed before. You ever smoke fresh scissor hash? And just the way that tastes, when I keep hitting this fucking gassy ass weed with that fucking blazer, how hot it burns it, it just tastes like really hashy scissor hash. Like, <coughs> damn, dude. They said scissor hash, and I got a pain in my lower back. I don't know if you guys have ever trimmed before, but there's like this pain you'll get in your lower back from just from trimming all day. 
Damn, that's the only thing with weed they don't tell you about. The like besides like how expensive it's gonna be and how much it's probably gonna suck your first couple times, like the quality and all that. But the trimming, how long that takes to do that, right? Fuck, dude. But yeah, this um might be a little bit left in there. Bowl's packed a little tight. I just got you know why though laziness that's why it's packed too tight because I didn't fully clean it out for the last bowl and I just packed some green on top of it pure laziness you know it's my own my own fault <coughs> that might be where a little of that flavor is coming from is double burnt bottom layer ash I love these slides that we're making too they're like kind of like our ring pop caps they have those beveled edges and stuff and they're multi-hole because, you know, a four-hole multi-slide, like a multi-hole, I think they're all four-hole. We can just call them four-hole slides. They just seem to work better. Something about them. It's the airflow. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, there's definitely nothing, nothing left, dude. I got it, guys. Wow. Well, this was fun, everybody. I got pretty stoned. We talked about stuff and things. I don't even remember what I talked about. I do remember the beginning when we weren't smoking weed. When we were just over there doing the little QVC segment. I want to find a way to like almost like have my graphic designer make a little like intro thing just for that. That's like a glass QVC like but that doesn't say QVC. But for those 90s babies that remember growing up with those commercials all the time. Like we have like a little video in the corner and then a bunch of writing and stuff here. And some lady showing you things. I'll be the lady that's showing you things though. Just me. And that's how we're, we're still trying to figure it out. But... Having fun with this new format and changing things up. I'm gonna keep refining it along with Bear Mountain Scientific. You guys are gonna start seeing a lot more of that. I'm excited to share all the new, like, just the sandblasting we're gonna do on these. Like, we're doing sandblasting on the perks and on the outside and stuff, but like, not too much. It's gonna be like minimal, very, like, like just clean and simple, but like high end. You know what I mean? It's just gonna be about the function. The function and the aesthetics, just, it's gonna, it's gonna be awesome. I'm excited. We have a lot of stores that are very eager, um, but I want to wait to release it till everything's perfect. I don't have to rush it this time. I can do it the way I want to. I wanted to do it years ago, but I just wasn't ready yet. I didn't have the skill, the equipment, or, the, or any of it yet, but now we do. So it's time to really pursue this dream and see if we can make it reality. But thank you so much, everybody, for your support. It's Paramount Studios and the What's Better Ready podcast. Make sure you check out bmsclass.com. Sign up for that newsletter so you'll get info on all of our drops, um, the Sunday sales, and all the things we have going on at Bear Mountain. And I uh, hope you guys have an awesome day. Thanks, everybody.